A military force of unknown size landed in two large shuttles on a small plateau on the mountain. They engaged our forces that were coming up the slope, wiping them out. They then destroyed their shuttles and took up a defensive position where we think the survivors from the destroyed ship are. They are waiting for retrieval, Shrey said, his mind racing. Order all of our ships to form up on us. We need to get out of this planet's gravity well. We can expect inbound warships at any moment. Too late, the sensor operator reported, as red threat icons began blossoming on his screen. They're already here. Scan them and see if you can identify what race they belong to, Shrey ordered in a shrill voice. We need to know if one of our subject races has built a fleet in secret, or if we're dealing with a new group of aliens. We have one capital ship and four escorts inbound, the sensor operator reported, as he ran the ship's profiles through the database of the Vengeance. Then the sensor operator turned pale as he read the results of the search. First leader, these are warships from the Human Federation of Worlds. Impossible, Shrey spoke, his voice radiating anger. All of the human worlds and their fleet were wiped out years ago. Evidently not, Second Leader Vril replied as he studied the information coming in over the sensors and scanners. We have a 900-meter Monarch heavy cruiser coming in, as well as four 600-meter light cruisers of human federation design. Some of the humans must have escaped the destruction and settled elsewhere. Shrey stood on the command pedestal, looking with deep concern at his second leader. The AIs will be extremely upset about this. The families responsible for allowing these humans to escape and become a threat to us once again, will lose all of their honor and family holdings. There has been treachery on the part of at least one Hawkland family if humans manage to escape the destruction of their worlds. Someone high up in the attack fleet, back then, had to know some of the humans escaped. No one will know if we can't defeat this human fleet, stated Vril, wondering just how powerful the human capital ship was. Move all of our ships into a screening formation and stand by to launch our war wing. First Leader Shrey spoke as he prepared for battle. Today, we have an opportunity to earn honor for ourselves and our families. We will not fail. Amanda gazed with cool detachment at the main view screen. It showed a close-up of the war cruiser as it began to pull away from the planet, with its escort cruisers forming up in a defensive formation around it. The Hawklands were already launching their fighters. She tapped the minicom in her right ear, activating ship-to-ship -ship communications. All ships, launch fighters and engage incoming enemy craft. On the main sensor screen, it showed 34 inbound Hawkland fighters. Her own fighters would be outnumbered almost three to one. It was evident that the fighter wing on the Warstorm was far too small for this type of battle. Of course, if the Nutellus were here, she would have an advantage in fighters. At the moment... She couldn't take the risk of the inbound Hawkland fighters closing the range and damaging any of her warships until she knew if there had been any new developments in Hawkland ship weaponry. Her fighters would have to engage them first and keep them away from the warships. Helm, continue to move us in on an intercept course. I want to engage their warships within the gravity well of the planet so they can't escape. Communications, contact our other four stealth scouts and tell them to begin jamming all FTL communication frequencies. The stealth scouts had been launched earlier and taken up positions far outside of the gravity well of the planet to jam all FTL transmissions. 
Amanda knew this would stop any FTL transmissions from leaving the system, but all the ships on both sides would still be able to use their short-range communications to talk to one another. Combat range in 20 minutes, Major Fields reported, as he studied the information that was constantly being updated on his plotting board and entered into the holographic imager above the table. Fighters will enter combat range of each other in seven minutes. Amanda nodded as she took her seat behind the command console and buckled herself in. Across the command center, everyone was doing the same. This was a change from the old ships. Too many crew members had been injured in the command centers when they had been thrown off their feet or knocked into consoles. Richard had gone to auxiliary control, ready to take over if the command center were knocked out. Tactical. When we get within range, I want all the forward lasers locked onto that war cruiser. What about the Devastator II missiles? Major Fields asked. He knew they were the most powerful weapons they had, and could probably easily destroy the war cruiser. Have them ready, but we won't use them unless we absolutely have to.